Hallelujah. Open up with me this morning to the book of Isaiah chapter 53. You know, I've been, if we got resurrection day coming up next Sunday, the world calls it Easter. <coughs> but to me, it's resurrection day, and it's all about resurrection day. Amen. It's got nothing to do with us hunting eggs. That's right. There's so many distractions that the world has created to take away our focus off of what it's all really all about. Amen. At Christmas, if we ain't careful, we let Santa Claus steal the steal Christmas from the Savior Jesus Christ. Many people are talking about Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. How many times you heard them say Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ? That's right. Amen. The Son of God. Born of a virgin. So anyhow, next Sunday we, we celebrate Resurrection Day, which is a bi the biggest day, the biggest event in the church's history. <clears throat> if he had not rose from the dead, there would not be a church. Right. There had to be a death preceding the resurrection. So as we're entering into such a season, you know, Christians ought to be pouring into churches right now. Amen. They ought to be pouring in. This church right now ought to be full this morning. Right. Yes. It ain't because there's uh, uh, everybody saved out there. It ain't that. It's just because people have lost interest. And a lot of people want the form of godliness but deny the power thereof. That's right. A lot of people don't even put a great emphasis on the word anymore. Of hearing the word. Being faithful to God. Being faithful to God and having fellowship with one another. They don't put any emphasis or faithfulness on that. It's like, if I miss church, so be it. If I go, so be it. But whether I do or whether I don't, it's going to be all right. God's still going to be proud of me and I'm still going to make heaven. You might make heaven, but you have you have forsaken the house of the Lord. The Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourself together with the people of God. We are supposed to put a greater emphasis on coming to church than some people do. And the people that probably need to be here, and they probably ain't here today. Amen. But I had to say it because I'm the pastor. It's got to be said. The resurrection day is coming, but there's so much for us to learn about the cross. Amen. As I study and study and study about the cross, man, I'm telling you, there is so much to preach about the cross and the blessings of the cross, why he went to the cross, the price paid on the cross, so many things that happened about the cross. And today I'm gonna to try to get some of this in, but because of time, it's impossible to fit it all in. And next Sunday, we're moving right on into the empty tomb. But today, we're still gonna settle on the cross. So turn with me to Isaiah 53. Today's message is going to be called Justified by the Blood. Everybody say Justified by the Blood. Justified, justified by, by the Blood. Later in this sermon, we're going to talk about the, the subject of justification. Justification. But before we get to justification, I want us to read, take time to read some scriptures. One thing we often do because of time in church is rush through the scriptures. <clears throat> But the scriptures is the foundation for everything. Amen. Amen. 
You can't preach without having this, the word. That's right. Paul told Timothy, son, when you preach, preach the word. Amen. Amen. So sometimes we need to slow down in church and we need to, the, the church needs to go over the scriptures. Isaiah chapter 53 is a, is a well-known scripture to me. <coughs> I love Isaiah chapter 53 yes. and I love Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61 talks about the Messiah and what he would do when he came. But Isaiah 53 talks about Jesus and him coming to save mankind and what he would accomplish on that cross. Jesus was our substitute. Amen. He was a sacrifice. Substitutionary sacrifice for the sin of mankind. Amen. He had not sinned. He had done no wrong. So him being on the cross, dying, he would have taken our penalty for our sins and not his own. Amen. He was paying a price we couldn't pay for ourselves. We couldn't redeem ourselves. We were lost, dying. And without hope. But Jesus came to justify us. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. Read with me. Look on it with me. I'm going to read the whole chapter. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1 says, Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he, talking about Jesus here, uh -huh shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Look at verse 4. Surely he, being Jesus, has borne our, our griefs mm -hmm. and carried our sorrows. <coughs> Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Verse 5. But Jesus was wounded for our, everybody say our. our. It wasn't for him, it was for you. What he did on the cross, he took for you. He was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. <laughs> and the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Verse 6. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the inequity of us all. Can y'all see that this morning? Mm -hmm. Can I have an amen? amen? Verse 7. Jesus was oppressed and he was afflicted. 
Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Verse 8. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken. And they have made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper. In his hand. Verse 11. He shall see the labor of his soul. And be satisfied. By his knowledge. My righteous servant. Shall justify. Everybody say justify. He shall justify many. For he shall bear. Their inequities. Verse 12. Therefore. I will divide him. A portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bore the sin of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. <coughs> wow. They so much if you broke that down. By each verse you could preach off of each each verse. But Jesus Christ, every he was on the cross because we put him on the cross. Some people wondered who put Jesus on the cross? Some people think it was the Romans. Some people think it was the high priest and it was the Jewish people. It was really the devil working through both of them. The high priest and the Jewish people, when Jesus Christ was with Pilate, and Pilate asked them, who should I set free? Should I give unto you Barabbas, or should I give unto you Jesus Christ? Which one do you want me to release? And the religious people and the Jewish people began to cry out, give us Barabbas. Uh -huh. We'll take the thief. We'll take the murderer and crucify Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They cried out, crucify him, crucify him. So it was the high priest and the Jewish people that began to cry out, crucify Jesus Christ. And they even said, Pilate said, his blood I don't want on my hands. And they said, the high priest and the Jewish people said, his blood will be on our hands. And Pilate washed his hands and said, I'm clean of this. And Judas said, I have betrayed innocent blood. Mm -hmm. Innocent blood. The innocent blood is what it took on that day 
on the cross. Jesus Christ had to shed the blood. The blood of the Lamb went to work on your behalf to redeem you from your sins. To wash them away. To forever remove them. When John the Baptist looked at Jesus coming down the shore to the banks of the Jordan River, John the Baptist cried out in John chapter 1, verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. He said, look at him. Behold him. Don't look nowhere else. Get your focus on him because he's going to be the one that's going to pay the price on Calvary to wash away your sin. It's going to be the blood that flows from Emmanuel's vein that's going to wash away humanity's sin. Hallelujah. It's the blood that will shed. Thank God for the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. You go to a church and it ain't talking about the blood of Jesus. Leave there. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the blood. Oh, hallelujah for the blood. Jesus Christ on that day on the cross, he was, I want you to see when Jesus laid down his life, nobody took it from him. He laid it down. He allowed the Roman soldiers to put the, the, the nails through his wrist. He allowed them to nail his feet to the post to the tree. He allowed them to put him on that cross. He could have called for 12 legions of angels. He could have called on, on, on all of heaven to help him that day. But he knew, this is my assignment. I must die for humanity. I must shed my blood for them or else they will all end up forever separated from God. Right. You know what hell is all about? It ain't just about flames. It ain't just about burning. It ain't just about torment. But part of the torment is you are forever separated from Almighty God who created you and there is no possibility of ever getting it right. That's sad. That's what will torment people in hell for all of eternity. People that sat in church, knew the gospel, but yet rejected him and never had a relationship with him. And one day... They will say, I had a chance. I knew the truth, uh -huh. but I walked away from the truth and forever tormented, being separated from God because they would not submit their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Forever tormented. Yeah. Eternally separated <coughs> from Almighty God. Was that God's plan? No. For you? No. God's plan was for you to spend eternity with Him. Amen. The Bible says in the Bible, in, in, I think it's 1 Peter, it says, it's not God's will that any man should perish. That's right. It ain't God's will that one person goes to hell. That's right. It ain't God's will. It ain't God's fault. Uh -huh. God had a plan to save humanity. And the plan was he had to send his son to die on a cross Hallelujah. like this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Woo. to nail himself to the cross and become a sacrifice. Amen. God himself Woo. in Christ Jesus Amen. became a sacrifice, substitutionary sacrifice, so you wouldn't have to go to hell. Amen. He bore your grief. Right. He carried yeah, your he sorrow. Yes, he Hallelujah. Yes, he he was wounded for your transgression, yeah. not his transgression. Oh, hallelujah. And the chastisement that was upon him, hallelujah, was for your peace. That's right. So you could have some peace. That's right. Hallelujah. And by his strife, the ones that he took on his back 
40 stripes on his back. Wasn't, wasn't because he had sinned. It wasn't for his punishment. He was taking your punishment. That's right. Jesus Christ bore the wrath of God on the cross that day. Uh -huh. Thank you, Lord. That wrath belonged to you. That's Thank right. You, Lord. Yes, that wrath belonged to the world. That's right. That wrath belonged to the sinful world. That's right. Hallelujah. And it was coming uh -huh. upon the world. Uh -huh. But Jesus stepped in and made intercession mm -hmm. for the transgressors. Hallelujah. I mean, Hallelujah. he stood in the gap and said, Amen. I got a way. I got a way for man to get out of this. Hallelujah. And Jesus stepped in and made intercession. Took the place of mankind. And when he was on that cross, nailed there, the Bible says, between the sixth and the ninth hour, as he was nailed on that cross, that God the Father laid the sin on him. Mm -hmm. And when he laid the sin of the world uh -huh. on the crucified Lamb of God. That's right. He was called the Lamb of God for a reason. Yes, he was. Because the Lamb is what they used to sacrifice That's in right. the Old Testament. That's right. That's right. He was called the Lamb of God because he was going to be the last Lamb right. to ever be slain. Yeah. He was going to have a, a all-powerful blood. That's right. Hallelujah. The blood of bulls and, and, and lambs and, and turtle dove and all that never could equal up to the perfect Lamb of God. That's right. Without spot and without blemish. Right. Jesus Christ. Behold him. Mm -hmm. And when he was nailed to that cross on the sixth hour, God the Father, judgment came. And he laid the sin of the world mm -hmm. upon him. Yeah. You got to see this now. Uh -huh. He's up there. He's being sacrificed. He, he's already been through the whipping post. He's already in pain. They already plucked out his beard. They already put a crown of thorns on his head. There's blood flowing down his hands from the nails. There's blood flowing from his back. There's blood flowing from his brow. There's blood flowing down his chest. There's blood flowing from his feet. There's blood flowing down that old rugged cross on that hill called Calvary, on the place of the skull, the place called Golgotha. There's blood flowing, blood flowing, blood flowing. Not just any regular kind of blood. It wasn't Adam's blood. It wasn't Jeremiah's blood. It wasn't Elijah's blood. It wasn't Peter's blood. It wasn't Paul's blood. But it was the blood of the Lamb, God's only begotten Son, which was innocent blood, hallelujah, was shed once and for all hallelujah. that day, hallelujah, it was poured out, and all those that would receive him and their Lord and Savior would be redeemed. Amen. Amen. Christ would come live in them. On the sixth hour, the sin of the world was placed on him. Can you see this? He's on the cross. The sin of the world, God the Father, puts it all together. Places it on Jesus. Amen. The Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. When the sin was placed on him, mm -hmm. something began to happen supernaturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says it became dark mm -hmm. all over the land. Mm -hmm. They began to realize the sun refuses to shine. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was daylight. It's noon. Noon is six, it's twelve o'clock noon. The sixth hour is 12 o'clock noon. Uh -huh. The sun is shining bright. Uh -huh. 
But when they put the sin of the world, sin of the world came upon Jesus, it became dark all over the land at 12 noon. Dark. And then Jesus cried out with a statement. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Oh my. What happened? What happened was the eternal word, the Son of God, that had always been with the Father from all of eternity. The Father and the Son had always been together. The Son wasn't just created when He came into the earth. The Son was always with the Father. And He came, hallelujah, and when the sin of the world was placed on Him, He was separated from His Father for the first time in all of eternity. And that's why He cried out in such a way. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Because God the Father cannot look on sin. Our God is a holy God. That's he right. refuses to look on sin. That's right. And when sin was put on his son, God had to withdraw his presence Ooh. from his son. Amen. And that's the first, that broke Jesus' heart. Yeah. That broke his heart like nothing ever broke his heart. Was God's presence being withdrawn from him. When Jesus died on that cross that day, y'all, he died twice. You say, how'd that happen? Well, when the sin of the world was placed on him, he died spiritually. And because he died spiritually, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And because he took our sin upon his own body, now that deity is dying for humanity and when sin come upon it, the earth turned black. The earth began to shake. Uh-huh. And the presence of God was withdrawn from Jesus Christ that day. There was a lot happening. The presence of God was withdrawn. And Jesus said, why? I've never felt this before. I've always been with my father. Now I'm separated. So, Jesus Christ continued. He cried out, and then he gave up the ghost. Mm -hmm. He gave up his spirit. They didn't nobody come and break his bones, because it was normal that uh, at a crucifixion that if the the soul, uh, if the people on the cross were, were still alive. They had to take him down before, before six. He entered into the Passover. They had to take him down before six. So they were still alive. One way to stay alive on the cross, you had to keep pushing up off your legs so you could breathe. You had to keep pushing up to breathe. And after a while, you know, when that, that, stake, is, that stake is in his feet, he's pushing up, and that stake is pushing against his muscles, against his ligament, against his nerve in his, in his feet, and it's excruciating pain. But that's the only way he could get oxygen was to keep pushing up. And every time he folded, even the shoulder blades and the joints would come out of joint. Mm. Very painful death. But he gave up the ghost. They didn't break his bones because when they came to Jesus, he'd already gave up the ghost. They said he's already dead. There's no reason for us to break any bone. And that was scriptural. Yeah. The Bible said that not one of his bones would be broken. That's right. See, everything God did was for purpose and for a reason. 
But he took our transgressions. He was wounded for our transgressions. Chastisement that was upon him on that cross. Everything he did was because we put him through it. That's right. Amen. Amen. So who killed Jesus? We did. Amen. Don't blame it all on the high priest. Don't blame it all on the Jewish people. Don't blame it on the Romans. It was our sins mm -hmm. that he was placed on the cross for. Our sins. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I love what Brother Steve said last week, and I'm, I'm going to comment on this real quick, real quick. You know, when Jesus died on, died on that cross that day, there was a thief on the left and a thief on the right. One of the thieves looked at Jesus and he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus looked at him and said, today mm -hmm. you'll be with me mm -hmm. in paradise. Yeah. Is that what he said? Uh -huh. He said, remember me. Remember me. And I heard a preacher say the other day that when this thief got to heaven, he was uh, talking about it. And he got into heaven and and the people inside of heaven uh, began to question him and say to the thief, mm -hmm. they said, well, can you tell us a little bit about the doctrine of sanctification? He said, I don't know nothing about no sanctification. Hmm. They said, she don't know nothing. Well, do you know anything about the doctrine of justification? <laughs> he said, hmm, I don't know nothing about no justification either. <laughs> he said, well, do you know anything about water baptism? Well, sir, I don't even know nothing about no water baptism. Well, how in the world did you get here, son? Uh -huh. You don't know nothing. And he said, the man on the cross uh -huh. in the middle, uh -huh. he was the one that said, I could come. Uh -huh. Basically, that's what it boils down to that's right. in salvation. Yeah. If you make it, it's going to be because the man on the middle in the cross that bore your sin, that you placed your faith in him. It ain't because you knew sanctification, justification, or water baptism, or how to cast out demons and heal the sick. Hallelujah. If you make it to heaven, it's going to be based on the work that Jesus Christ did on Calvary that day. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. The earth turned dark. The soldiers began to say, we've crucified the, 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 the real Son of God. Uh -huh. I think the Jewish people began to wonder, have we crucified the real Son of God? Mm -hmm. When the earth turned dark and the earth began to shake, yeah. and the Bible says the, the, the veil of the temple was rent, torn from the top to the bottom. Uh -huh. What happened then? Uh -huh. Something just happened. Yeah. What happened? It was more than just a wall being split. That's right. It was more than that. What happened when God split it from the top to the bottom? Because when God gave, gave a karate chop on it, boom! It came from the top. It came from the throne. It went down to the bottom. And what happened at the bottom was God's Spirit left the Ark of the Covenant and it went up, hallelujah, to heaven. That's right. God no longer would dwell in the in a temple made with man's hands. That's right. Amen. God said, I ain't dwelling here no more. Uh -uh. 
And remember when Jesus was on the earth, he said, I'm going to destroy this temple, uh -huh. and in three days, I'm going to build it again. Uh -huh. What was he talking about? He said, I'm going to destroy this temple. When Jesus said, it is finished, uh -huh. we covered it last week, he said, he said, it's the end of the Old Testament sacrificial system. It's the end of the Old Testament priesthood. There won't ever be another sacrifice. There won't ever be a need for another priesthood because I'm the high priest. And I'm coming to offer myself on the cross for their sins. Not only was Jesus the, the high priest, hallelujah, guess what else he was? He was a sinner. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 53, right there at the end, verse 12, he was numbered with the transgressors. Oh, hallelujah. There was a list of sinners, a list of transgressors. Those that have transgressed against God, have broken the law, have committed every sin under the sun, and their name was there, and on that name, hallelujah, was Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. Jesus. Oh. He became one of us. That's right. Don't ever say it ain't true, because the Bible said he was numbered with the transgressors. He became what we were. He became a sinner on that cross that day. He bore our sin. Right. Sin was on him. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He took our penalty. Thank God he did. And the blood washes away our sin. But he bore my penalty. He bore your penalty. He bore the penalty of you in this world right now, wherever you are. He paid the price for you. He didn't just pay it for Americans. Thank God that Jesus Christ whew, became a... It's hard for us to accept the fact that Jesus became sin. The Bible says, look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. It says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. He made him, he made Jesus, who had innocent blood. It had to be innocent blood. Nobody else could have died. Jeremiah, Elijah, Noah, Moses, Peter, James, John, Paul, all those saints of, of God, Old Testament, New Testament, all of them, none of them could have died on the cross. That's right. Fire sin. That's right. It had to be the only begotten son because the only begotten son was the only one. They had the DNA of the Father. That's right. And hallelujah, his blood was not tainted. That's right. It was not corrupt. That's it had right. no sin in it. Yeah. It was innocent blood. Uh -huh. He was the only one. That's why it's easy for me to see, and it's, I'm, I'm hoping that somebody in, in Asia is watching this, and maybe wherever in, in, in the Mideast, because Muhammad didn't have no pure blood. That's right. Buddha didn't have no blood that was pure and innocent. Everybody that was born through after Adam was born in sin, had sin nature inside them. There ain't no way that their sacrifice or their blood would have been accepted accepted by God the Father because it was tainted with sin. Right. But Jesus Christ had pure blood. Amen. The Bible says precious blood, right. holy blood, hallelujah, hallelujah. incorruptible blood, That's right. innocent blood. Had to be Jesus. And Jesus is the only way. 
That's why there can't be no such thing as Islam. There can't be no such thing as Buddhism. Can't be no such thing as Hinduism. It don't matter what other religion it is. If you leave the blood of Jesus out of it, you won't make it to heaven. That's right. Yeah, I said you won't make it to heaven if you leave the blood of Jesus out of it. That's correct. Amen. You got to know that. Right. Jehovah Witness come knocking on your door and they don't want to, they don't believe in they might say, yeah, I believe Jesus I believe in Jesus, you start talking about the blood, uh-huh. start talking about the blood and see where they stand, uh-huh. they'll get back in the van and crank up and go off that's right because they done told me, I don't believe we, we don't believe it takes all that uh-huh. oh yeah, it took all that and some that's right, hallelujah everything Jesus took on him, you look at the Passion of the Christ movie I'm telling you, it'll break your heart. If it don't break your heart, you got a hard heart. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus was put through hell. That's right. He bore the wrath of God That's right. for you. That's right. Amen. And some people don't even want to come to church. Mm. Mm. Somebody say amen. 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 Yes. amen. Jesus took that cross. I was already taking a beating. Energy gone. Uh-huh. Beating. Bleeding uh-huh. from head to toe, everywhere he left, he left a trail of blood. That's right. That's right. And they put a cross on him and said, Tote it up the hill. <clears throat> he starts taking it up the hill and toting it all the way. I'm glad he didn't stop halfway and say, I can't do this. Uh-uh. Because Christians can't even tote that cross to church. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Preach it, Pastor. Preach, yeah. Preach it. We're going to go to heaven, but we can't, take, we can't, we can't even get the car crunk on Sunday morning. <laughs> That's right. It assessed me with the American church because I've been overseas too long. Mm-hmm. I see people walking to church. Mm-hmm. I see people coming to church that took two days to come down a river in the, in the Amazon jungle to get to church. Mm-hmm. Took them two days to paddle down a river to come to a pastor's conference. Mm-hmm. And people, and, I, and I, we got F-150s and Chevrolets and, and, and Cadillac Escalades and everything else, and we still can't make church. Amen. And we don't live a mile away. Oh, come on. My come on. goodness. Preach it, preach Lord, have mercy. Our crucified Savior. That ought to, to make you sad. That's what we put on him. Mm-hmm. Those scars. When you see him in heaven, he'll have them scars on his back. Mm-hmm. He'll have them nail scars in his hand. Mm-hmm. He'll have them nail scars in his feet. Yeah. Mine. Mm. He took it all for us. He wasn't guilty. No. We were the guilty part. That's right. That's right. Now I want to talk to you about justification. Do you have a few minutes? Yes, sir. Got a few minutes. Amen. Turn with me to Romans chapter 3. I like to cover this stuff real good because I want my people, I want to stand before Jesus one day and say, Boy, you skipped over all kind of stuff. Your people didn't even know what the cross was about. Lord, let just give me some time. I'm going to try to, I'm going to put it in them, Lord. If they'll listen. If they'll come. I feel sorry for this future generation coming up. <coughs> young people, where you hardly got no young people in here. Mamas and daddies. We're going to have to answer to the Lord for not bringing them when they were little. And then when they grow, they look at you and you don't even halfway come to church. So they're like, well, 
Grandmama and mama and them, they don't even have no great emphasis on going to church. Why should I? I just stay home and play my game today. Amen. Then you're going to wonder why one day they didn't make it to heaven. You didn't put no emphasis. Took them to a ball game, but didn't take them to church. Preach it. Uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 21. Let's read the scripture. 321 through 26. Follow me, please. But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed. Mm-hmm. Being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, through faith in Jesus Christ, mm. to all and on all who believe. They the false gospel out in the world today. Amen. Amen. It's called universalism. Uh-huh. I hope you look at Universalism is a doctrine of demons. Uh-huh. It says that you don't have to believe in the gospel uh-huh. to go to heaven. They don't even preach a hell. But they say because Jesus died on the cross and rose again, Everybody's going to heaven because he's already paid the price. Correct. The price has been paid for everybody. That's right. But to those who believe is the one that are saved, born again, and get their name written in the Lamb Book of Life. Amen. Amen. If you do not believe in the gospel, just because he paid the price and paid your penalty don't mean you're going unless you put faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So don't ever let nobody tell you that you don't have to believe. Mm, This whole Bible speaks of you've got to believe, you've got to believe, you've got to believe, got to believe, got to believe, got to believe. If you don't have no faith in Jesus Christ, you ain't going to heaven. That's right, that's right. That ain't my gospel, that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. For there is no difference, verse, verse 23, for all have sinned. That's I right. think we all have heard that verse. Amen. Right. For all have sinned. For all have sinned. That's right. Amen. And fall short of the glory of God. Uh-huh. Amen. All have sinned. Peter sinned. Yeah. John sinned. Pastor Carver sinned. Mm-hmm. You sinned. That's right. Benny Hinn sinned. Mm-hmm. Everybody sinned. Billy Graham sinned. Yeah. I don't care who you think. And you think highly of. They sinned. That's right. They born in sin. All have sinned uh-huh. and fall short of the glory of God. Therefore, if all have sinned, guess what? All need a Savior. That's right. That's right. Amen. Can't nobody say I don't need him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being justified. Everybody say justified. Justified. Freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Whom God set forth as a propitiation by his Blood. blood. Everybody say the blood. The blood. Woo! Through faith. Still got to have faith. That's right. To demonstrate his righteousness. Had passed over the sins. No. Because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness. That he might be just 
and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. We could never be righteous by trying to follow the law. But because of what Jesus Christ did for the sinner on the cross that day, we have been justified freely by his grace mm -hmm. through the redemption, the price that was paid by Christ Jesus. Wow. You have been justified. Justified. I'm going to talk about justification in one more minute. Read. Let's look at Romans chapter 4, verse 5 through 8. Romans chapter 4, verse 5 through 8. Talking about justification still. But to him who does not work, but believes, but believes, everybody say believe. But believes. On him who justifies the ungodly. He justifies the ungodly. His faith is accounted for righteousness. Verse 6. Just as David also described the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven. Amen. And whose sins are covered. Amen. Amen. Blessed. I said blessed Amen. is the man. Amen. Woo, we're so blessed. Hallelujah. If we just understand what Jesus Christ has done for us. We blessed. You walk out of here dancing today. Glory to God. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Woo. One more scripture. Then we're going to hammer. It's going to be hammer time. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 through 11. Look on with me. Romans 5, starting in verse 6. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. For scarcely, for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps, for a good man, Someone would even dare to die. Verse 8. But God demonstrates mm -hmm. his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Much more, much more then, having now been justified. Everybody say justified. Justified. Having now been justified. By his blood, by his blood, by his blood, Hallelujah. we shall be saved from wrath through him. We were saved from wrath. Jesus bore our wrath. Y'all better be glad he took it. That's right. Can, any any y'all in here say you'd like to take what he took? And if you'd have took it, it would still avail to nothing. Uh-huh. Suffered for nothing. That's right. But Jesus didn't suffer for nothing. He paid a price. Verse 10. For if when for if when we were enemies, we were enemies. What? What you talking about, preacher? <laughs> Before Jesus, we were enemies of God. That's right. Can y'all swallow that? Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. You wasn't like this. You wasn't close. You were an enemy of God on the other side of the on the other side of the fence. 
Not running with Jesus, not running with God, not running with the line. You running with the devil. You don't have to run, you don't have to make a vow to be to, to worship the devil to be running with the devil. To be running with the devil, all you gotta do is be running with sin. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. For if when we were sent enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice. Everybody say, I need to be doing some rejoicing. Amen. Rejoice. The Bible said, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I once used to be an enemy of God. You used to be an enemy of God. But thank God because of the blood of the Lamb, you've been justified. You've been made righteous. Hallelujah. You're no longer an enemy. Amen. You are a son and a daughter in the kingdom of the Most High God, a child of the kingdom of God. Glory to God. You ought to be rejoicing. Jesus shed his blood 
once and for all. And the father looked at his suffering on the cross. He looked at the empty tomb. And he looked at the blood on the altar, on the mercy seat. And he looked at it and he considered it. And he said, it is enough. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Uh, the, the sin penalty has been paid in full through Jesus Christ, through his death burial and his resurrection and now I proclaim to everybody and declare to everybody that believes in my son I now declare them justified. Amen. Just as if they never sinned. They are not guilty. They are innocent. They have been made righteous by what my son Jesus Christ did on Calvary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because of what he did, he made, he justified you. Amen. Just as if you never sinned. Mm -hmm. Everybody said, that don't sound right. Mm -hmm. How can God, being a righteous God, and he is the righteous judge, freely justify us as sinners? Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Here it is. I thought this was well put. As I was studying, I thought this was very well put. If God is holy, how can he forgive a, guilt, a guilty sinner? The answer is justification. Mm -hmm. Justification does not excuse. Remember this now. Justification does not excuse our sin. Nor does it ignore our sin. Or does it endorse our sin? Mm -hmm. Justification is none of that. That's right. Rather, sin is fully punished by Christ. Mm -hmm. He bore our sin and paid our penalty for us. Jesus was our substitute. Uh -huh. That is the basis for justification by what Jesus did. It does not overlook your sin. Does not excuse your sin. And God never endorses sin. That's right. But when God the Father looks at you, after you have believed in his Son, <clears throat> placed your faith in his Son, that, and the work done on the cross, mm -hmm. never forget the work on the cross. That's right. And then you go from the cross on to the empty tomb. Mm -hmm. All these things, your faith is in. Jesus Christ. He does not uh, impute our sin towards us because Jesus bore my sin on the cross that day. When God the Father looks at me, he don't look at me outside of Jesus. That's right. Come here, Tim. Come here, Brother Larry. Stand right here. You stand on the other side of... Just face me right here like this. Just say, for instance... Here's an illustration. In this illustration, uh, I'm the father. In this illustration, he's the son. In this illustration, he's the sinner. When God looks on the son because of what the lamb did, he looks at, the, the, he looks at Jesus Christ and the work. He's already been approved on what Jesus did. Whenever he sees Larry, he don't see Larry outside of Jesus. He sees Larry in Christ. That's 
So whenever he sees Larry, all he sees is Jesus. He sees the blood. And when he sees Larry, all he sees is the blood and he sees Jesus. Because Je Larry is in Christ. If you take Christ out of the way and God looks on Larry, the first thing he's going to say is, you got to bear the penalty. My son bore it, but because you didn't accept him, Christ ain't standing between me and you. He's the mediator between God and man. And when you remove Christ, you stand alone. When you stand alone and you have not accepted Jesus, you got to bear the wrath. Right. you got to bear the torment. Right. you got to bear the punishment of hell and be ever, forever separated from God. But when Jesus is in the picture, praise God, he don't see Larry. All he sees is Larry in Christ. Amen. He sees the blood. So when he sees Larry, all he, he don't see Larry's past. All he sees is Larry as a new creation, Amen. born again, washed in the blood Amen. of Jesus Christ. He don't see the old Larry. All he sees is the new Larry. That's right. and see, the devil tried to remind Larry who he used to be. That's right. But Larry ain't who he used to be. Right. He's been justified by the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not a word. Hey, if he stumbles today, Hallelujah. Thank God. He's got an advocate with the Father. He can ask for forgiveness and the blood still flows. He's still connected. Thank God he's still justified. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give Amen. Jesus praise. Amen. Give Jesus praise. Give Jesus praise. Justified by the blood. Not of works. Right. Not of works. Not of works. That's Not right. of works. That's right. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good. That's the, that's why the Bible calls the, the gospel good news. That's right. That's right. Amen. The sinner don't have to be a sinner no more. Amen. The Thank Savior. God, let me know the good news. Huh? Thank God you're preaching the good news. Amen. I'm Amen. preaching the good news. That's why everybody should be happy. Amen. We all got a chance. That's right. We all been redeemed. Hallelujah. We all been justified. Amen. You need to tell yourself, I've been justified. I've been, justified. Hallelujah. I've been paid for. Hallelujah. I'm justified. What justified mean? To be made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Your righteousness is not based on your works. Come on. Your righteousness is not based on how you performed. How you did yesterday. Your righteousness has been a gift given to you by the Father through the Son. He has given you the gift of righteousness Amen. through the one man, Jesus Christ, the last Adam. Amen. Preach it. Glory. Amen. Make me want to shout and run to Athens, Athens, Georgia. Back. That's right. Glory. Listen, y'all. We were, we, were, we were ungodly. That's right. That's we right. have nothing to offer God. What I got to offer God? I'm a rank, no good for nothing sinner. That's right. What do I got to offer God? Why would God even love me? I don't know. Why would he love this old rank world? I don't know. I know because he loves us because he created us. Amen. But the devil messed, tried to mess things up. But God, God sent his son Jesus to fix the plan. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's why they ain't one way to heaven. And that's the plan of Jesus Christ. The cross. There's an old song. I guarantee you, Miss Louise knows it. At the cross, at the cross, is where I first saw the light. I'll tell you what. The night I got saved, I didn't go by the tomb first. I went to the cross. That's right. I had to get down on my knees. That's right. I had to ask God to forgive me. 
I had to recognize I am a no good, sorry, no good joker, and I'm a sinner, ain't good for nothing, but Jesus, here I am. Please forgive me for who I am and for what I've done. Please forgive me and wash me in your son. I believe he died on that cross. I believe he rose from the dead, and I believe he's my Lord and Savior, and from this day forward, I'm going to live for him. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, the, water, the blood went washing me away, washing me clean. Glory to God. Now I'm justified. I've been made righteous. Not because of who I am. I've preached 26 years, don't make nothing no better. Only by one reason. Am I justified? Mm -hmm. Jesus said, yep. By my blood. That's right. That's right. By my blood. Thank right. God for the blood, y'all. Amen. Y'all stand with me. This morning, no matter where you are, what land you in, what continent you're on, Jesus Christ has already died over 2,000 years ago. He shed his blood once and for all. All of us have sinned, no matter what nation you're from. We have all sinned, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Amen. I'm giving you an invitation this morning. If you're a crack addict, a meth addict, if you're a murderer, or if you have lied, if you have cheated, if you have gossiped, whatever you are, you are a sinner. You don't have to have done nothing to be a sinner, but be born through the loins and the bloodline of Adam from the beginning. You are a sinner. You need to repent of your sins and ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. And if you'll believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. Amen. I wouldn't go another day without it. I'm telling you, I've tried it. And I want you to know Jesus is the best way, the only way. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He gave me a life worth living. Amen. And he'll do the same for you. Amen. I love you. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Be born again. Go find you a good church. Get in the word of God. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. And get busy for Jesus. Amen. We love you and God bless you. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord.